With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Master Builders Victoria members get access to a wide range of expert advice and support services. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Just to give you a picture at home, away to my right is a window. And when I look up and I see A-Rod running past that window trying to get back to his station in time to come back from the break. I do get a little bit worried, but he got there with about... I'm tonguing. Yeah, he was tonguing with about uh, three seconds to go. Hey, Australian Taekwondo National Championships coming up. It's in regional Victoria. Tickets at ticketech.com.au. One of the stars in action will be Janine Watson, and she's been good enough to join us this afternoon. Hello, Janine. Hello, how are you? Very well. Uh, Great to speak to you. Um, Just before we get stuck into your story, which is such a... A fantastic story. So it's in regional Victoria, and of course we know the Commonwealth Games in 2026. A lot of the action is going to be in regional Victoria. But correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Taekwondo is not in the 2026 Commonwealth Games yet. Yet. Yeah, so unfortunately, um, Taekwondo we did put in a really, really good bid, uh, but unfortunately we were unsuccessful to be able to bring um, Taekwondo to the Commonwealth Games this this time round, which is a bit unfortunate. Yeah, that is unfortunate. It would have been great to have it uh, on our shores. Uh, your story. So you grew up playing netball and tennis and, and soccer at state and, and national level. So clearly a, a very talented uh, athlete. But then just explain how life changed for you at 25 years of age. Yes. Yeah, so um, I was always a sporty person. I was six foot two when I was 13 years old. So I was destined to be a netballer. Um, But age of 25, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and I was told that I had about five years with being in a wheelchair, 10 years of vegetable and not expect my 40th birthday. So um, some pretty devastating news at that time. Absolutely. So was there sort of symptoms leading up to that diagnosis? How did, when did you sort of start feeling, you know, unwell or something wasn't right? Yeah, so my diagnosing symptom was um, my vision disturbances. So I was a goalkeeper for soccer at that time and I'd get blurry vision and then I'd get double vision and then I'd just be complete for blackness. Um, So obviously when that happens, you know that something's not quite right. So it took about six months of being able to see doctors and specialists before I got that diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. But... Um, symptoms vary from person to person and the hard thing is is that those symptoms come and go so you kind of go oh I think something's wrong and then you go oh it's gone away I should be okay so it's quite difficult to get that confirmation of diagnosis. Yes I was going to ask you that question so when you get that diagnosis everything's going well in life 25 years of age playing your sports at a great level I mean how do you first take that in the first couple of weeks after you get a diagnosis like that how do you you mentally deal with it 
It it was quite difficult. My diagnosing neurologist told me to go home and make myself comfortable. So basically told me your life's over. Um, so after you, you go through that grief period, uh, for me, I decided to take up the sport of Taekwondo. I thought, let's do the most craziest thing that someone could ever do with this diagnosis. So that's what I did. I took up a full con contact sport. <laughs> so how did that come about? How did Taekwondo come on the scene for you? Um, I had a friend who is a Taekwondo instructor and she... Uh, said I should come along and have a go and I said I'd have no idea what I'm doing I'd get legs sweeped I'm too tall <laughs> I'm too old and she just said taekwondo is absolutely everybody and I say to people at the age of 25 I found out that I had an uncanny ability to knock someone out by kicking him in the head <laughs> so well, things you learn that's, that's handy for the sport uh, you've chosen so what age were you when you took up taekwondo what was that? Sorry. What, sorry. What what age were you when you took up Taekwondo? I was 26. So I thought that I was way too old. But at the Australian um, Taekwondo National Champions Championships coming up in Bendigo, we've got people over the age of 60 um, competing. So you can't use age as an excuse for taking up the sport of Taekwondo. And given the disease affected your eyesight, so that meant ball sports were, were off the off the cards, but I mean, how difficult is Taekwondo in, in those circumstances? Um, well, it is quite difficult. So um, that my multiple sclerosis has progressed. So I have no feeling in my arms or legs um, and any increase in body temperature results in paralysis in the arms and the legs and I still go blind. Um, Sometimes it's an advantage, so not having any feeling in my arms or legs. I've broken bones and not even known that um, that's happened, so that's been quite an advantage. Um, but I just adapt. So for me, with fighting, it was a case of go for the knockout in the first round. Don't go for the whole three three rounds. <laughs> Shop early, as they say. Um, yeah. So so, and and a few years ago, um, there was no place in in para sport for people living with MS. Is that right? There was no no place whatsoever. So I actually competed in the able-bodied competition and um, won quite a few national championships and competed internationally on the able-bodied scene just because there was no place for someone with a neurological impairment. And I got the call up in at the end of 2018 for the Paralympics. So Taekwondo made its debut at Tokyo for the Paralympics. And I was very successful at the Paralympics, winning bronze, so Australia's first ever Paralympic medal uh, for Taekwondo. And then the very next day, they changed the rules and people with MS and neurological impairments weren't allowed to fight again. Is that right? The next day? The very next day, yep. <laughs> oh, that's... Um, well, so what was your reaction to that? I actually knew a couple of months beforehand. So um, I'd worked with my sports psychologist about the rule change, and it ended up you can only control what you can control. So um, I went into the Tokyo Paralympics and just went, I've got to give it my all. There's no tomorrow. There's no second chances. And just have fun and just enjoy the experience. And that's what I did. And what was it like competing? As you said, you competed against able-bodied athletes. What was that experience like? Um, that experience was probably one of the best experiences because 
they did not treat me any differently. There was no um, going soft on me and I wasn't going to go soft on them either. So um, it was pushing me and my opponents to their limits every single time. And what is it you love so much about your chosen sport now, Taekwondo? The thing that I love the most about Taekwondo is that it is for absolutely everybody and it's your own personal journey. So you can start at the age of three, the age of 60, like I said, and you set your own goals. And it's not a competition as such where there's points being scored. You set your goals and it's your journey. So it's a really, really inclusive sport. And if you don't like kicking people in the head, I love kicking people in the head, but if you don't, there's other um, forms of the arts, say, for example, Pumse, which is the pattern side of things, which will be at the national championships as well, um, purely non-contact. And it just gives you, you that challenge of setting a goal, achieving the goal, which is absolutely fantastic. So you've been very successful in Taekwondo. And as we mentioned, you grew up playing a range of sports, but you also took up tennis as well. Yeah, when, when, so, uh, wheelchair tennis. When, when? How did that sort of come on the radar? And um, you were very successful at it as well. Yeah. So in 2016, um, I, I, that stage, I knew I couldn't go to the Paralympics for Taekwondo. So I was at a talent search, and they picked me up for wheelchair tennis. And I'd won the national titles for wheelchair tennis within six months and then won the next four national um, titles for wheelchair tennis. But at the beginning of this year, I actually retired from wheelchair tennis just because my MS has progressed now a little bit more and my left arm becomes paralysed way too much. And when you're pushing really hard in a wheelchair and your left arm doesn't work, you kind of end up doing donuts on the court. So um, <laughs> yeah. I then had to try and find another sport. So that's what I've been doing this year. That must have been disappointing. You, you clearly, you loved your tennis by the sound of it and, and was very successful. That must have been, was that a, a hard decision to give it away or was it just something you, you just had to do? Um, wasn't a hard decision. I think um, as anyone knows um, when you come to that time, you know you've had enough. You know it's time to let go of something. So um, I was quite happy to let go of the wheelchair tennis and explore new avenues. And this year I have successfully transferred over to wheelchair badminton. So using the same skills um, from wheelchair tennis into now a smaller court, which is better for me and my disability. And I've already made the top 20 in the world so far. So I'm aiming for Paris for wheelchair badminton now. Is there any sport you can't play, Janine? Uh, golf. I played golf on Sunday. <laughs> terrible at it. <laughs> well, most of us are terrible at golf, let's be fair. Uh, what, what are the expectations then going into the, the, the national championships for you? Um, for the national championships, I've actually got a lot of roles this uh, for the weekend. So it's actually being held on December the 3rd and the 4th. Um, and I'm starting off on the Saturday with the fight night Um I'm going to be commentating the fight night again, and it's going to be uh, live streamed on 7 Plus, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So we will be seeing Australia's top 32 black belts fighting off for the national title. So um, if you can't grab a ticket from Ticketek.com, you can see the live streams of these fights on 7 Plus. Uh, magnet- I then- yep. Sorry, keep going. 
Yeah, the next day I then um, put my athlete um, cap on and I'm then competing in the Ponce division, so the pattern division. Uh, so um, I hopefully, after four hours of live commentating on Saturday night, won't wear me out for then competing in the Ponce on the Sunday. Uh, Janine, it's, it's a fantastic story. Uh, you're a busy woman and no doubt your diagnosis has not stopped you uh, achieving some uh, great things. Uh, great to meet you today. Thanks so much for coming on the show and uh, good luck in the commentary role and the competing role at the National Championships, as you mentioned, uh, coming up on December 3. Yep, thank you. And like I said, if you're in Bendigo or regional Victoria, get down. There's tickets available at tickettech.com. Or if not, that Saturday night, you can watch it live on 7 Plus. Magnificent. Janine, uh, you've done my work for me, which is uh, magnificent. Friday night, December 3, tickettech.com.au or watch live on 7 Plus. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.